You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. You're so fam. That's it. That's the the intro that I had for this because I couldn't think of anything else to talk about the new film that's premiering on Shudder called So Vam. Nobody thinks this movie's about them. Yeah. (laughs) Written and directed by Alice Mayo McKay. Uh, It's an Australian film, uh, very low budget. It's actually uh, a budget around uh, $12,000. And I'm going to read the storyline real quick and basically just told you the whole story. But Kurt is an outcast in a conservative town who dreams of moving to the city to be a famous drag queen. When he is kidnapped by a predatory old vampire and killed, he is rescued just in time to be resurrected by a gang of rebellious vampires who feed on bigots and abusers. As a vampire, he finally knows empowerment and belonging, but his killer is still out there, creating new minions with their own rotten hatred and threatening all that he loves. Until Kurt faces the monster, he will never truly be free, but this time he need not face it alone. With me today to talk about Sovam, um, some would say, unfortunately, uh, is uh, Lewayne. Hey, how's it going? Oh, not great. And Ben. Honestly, this is more support group at this point. <laughs> so, I just told you what it is, and uh, Kurt is played by someone named Zai, uh, X-A-I, that's, that's it, and... Um, yeah, that's that's basically what it is, and it's really weird because the very we were talking about this before the the recording that we couldn't really tell based on the budget and the uh, the production design if it was based in like the '90s or the '80s or something like that because everyone's wearing very like dated clothing, but it's definitely based in the present, and it just it's a very you know kitschy weird little choice, but yeah, it's about Kurt who is just being um, just uh, bullied by people at school, then just like horribly beaten by people outside of a bar uh, just because he's gay. And uh, and that's obviously never good. And of course, this other person, this old vampire named Landon, comes out of nowhere, played by Chris uh, Osimos, and um, is going to attack him and uh, nearly kills him. And But he's brought back by two uh, friendly vampires. I believe it's uh, April and someone else. Peter, maybe? It was April and uh, Harley, I believe. Harley. Uh, they come in and save the day, and they kind of shepherd him in into the vampire world, because lo and behold, Landon is actually a vampire, and, uh, and of course, the two other people are vampires as well. But their whole deal is to basically kill bigots and abusers, which objectively that's a fun idea that's interesting and okay i'm kind of down for it there's a downfall to this film and unfortunately it's the budget and 
the acting. And I'd love to know what you guys thought about this movie. So how about, uh, Luane, why don't you start us off? And what did you think about So Vam? Well, the, the poster is pretty cool. <laughs> and thanks for joining us today on the review for So Vam. <laughs> and it gives you, the poster also gives you a, a sense of what the lighting's going to be like in any scene that, that means anything. It would. It's going to be the sort of weird purples and neons, and then of course there's like the red for some of the vampires. I mean, clearly there were some things that they were thinking about in the presentation of this. Mm-hmm. But like I was, well, when we were talking earlier, the vampirism in this is basically unnecessary. Mm-hmm. This is this is a drama about an LGBTQ person who's connecting with their found, their sort of found family, you know, because they're rejected by everybody else. The only thing this sort of separates it from any other film with that sort of premise is that this has vampires, so it'll be on Shudder instead of on one of the other more mainstream channels. I recognize low budget when I see it, and they even tell us how low budget, and I can get behind what it takes to make a movie at that kind of budget, but I don't know. This... It just doesn't. So much of this doesn't work. I you can see what they had in mind sometimes. Yeah, I just don't think it gets there. Yeah, Ben, what did you think about So Van? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with so much of what Lorraine's saying. Is like, look, I can respect any low budget movie, especially in horror. And look, mm-hmm. when they have effects going on here, they're not bad for low budget. I mean, for some reason they decided to go with a melting effect at some point in their narrative. And honestly, it's like, look, you did passable with that for basically no budget. Like, honestly, it's yeah, not bad. But it's just like everything else about this movie. It's like, did you did you look to hire anyone that can act? Did you look to hire to rent equipment that looks like your film's going to have budget? Clearly, most of this movie is shot during the day, despite being a vampire movie, more for plot than for any bit of lore. In fact, they write off the lore so so simply, and it's just like. Also, time does not matter in this movie. Where like right. he visits his friend at the bowling, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get off late." And she's like visiting like at noon. This her debt to his dad's house. It's like, did, did you get off work late and forget to come over, or because get off late at a bowling alley is like you're closing at two a.m. at any bowling right. alley I've ever fucking been to. Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a movie that doesn't connect any of its own dots when it cuts corners on budget. It's things that then hurt the narrative. There's a kidnapping scene that we discussed earlier that basically ends with nothing happening to the character that's kidnapped, and they have to try to find some way to explain that in plot, and it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. And it's just like you couldn't hire enough actors to have the older brother who shows up for one scene be an extra? No. You you wanted to hire clearly, you know, LGBT people to be the stars. That's great. But I know plenty of LGBT people that could act. I'm pretty sure the ones in this film cannot. Yeah, that, that's the look. We, obviously, this is a, a very, very super independent movie. And the fact that it got picked up by Shudder is, I would say, bring on the accolades because that that's a you know impressive for sure. And uh, and granted, I we've all reviewed movies that have been on Shutter at this point. Now we're like, uh, <laughs> and um, so we know the bar at least a little bit. But the fact that it's there and 
it's definitely trying to say something with a very, uh, you know, I would say cheeky way because it's, again, like revenge porn. It reminds me of like Inglorious Bastards. Like, well, let's just kill all the Nazis we can in this. And it's the same thing with like, well, let's kill all the Nazis also in this, but also uh, bigots. And like, that's fun. It's just that because of how cheaply made it is, it loses its effect. And and to your point, Ben, the, the actors just cannot carry this kind of story at all. And there's a lot of uh, moments in the film where uh, it just feels like it is paying attention to the wrong things. Because, like I said in the uh, the... Uh, the synopsis of this is that Kurt is wanting to become a famous drag queen. And at the very beginning and also towards the very end of the movie, there are two drag shows that it shows and they're interminably long. Uh, Like they, they they show the full song and the dance routine and everything. And it's like four or five minutes long. This movie is only 73 minutes long. So, a seventh of this movie, or actually a little, maybe, yeah, about a seventh of this movie is dedicated just to those two scenes. And like, if you're doing that, that's not good. I was just going to say is, and just for a point of reference on that, like, cause these are burlesque, you know, drag shows. Yeah. Like, literally one of the best burlesque based films of all time, the birdcage the only song you see the whole way through as a dance number is we are family at the end and it aids the narrative. This movie does right. two full drag numbers that add nothing to the narrative. And yeah. it's just, and it just sticks out where I'm just like, look, I like a burlesque number. I, I don't, I enjoy a drag show, but I'm watching this from behind people. Like I'm at a strip club trying to like get up to the stage and it adds nothing. <laughs> well, that, that, that's just it. I, I, I can sit through, a pair of drag performances if in the in the, in a short film if they're like worth the watch right like right. if i sit through four minutes like you talked about the 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 we are family scene right like it's it's a narrative point but it's also a fun thing to watch right like if you're enjoying a show you don't pay attention to the fact that it's four to five minutes of the movie. But we paid attention to the fact that it's four to five minutes of the, of the movie for each one because we weren't blown away. It's uh, I feel bad uh, for well multiple reasons because, you know, it's obvious that they, the uh, uh, McKay really wanted to say something and do something different. Um, but the like, good lord, the, they needed an editor. But like, if they edited it down, it'd be a short film. Like, because a short film can te- technically be forty-five minutes long. Would have been a better short film, which is it would have been a better short film, quite honestly. I mean, if they spent twelve thousand dollars on a short film as like the concept, but then again, maybe that's what they already did before, and then they got ten thousand, twelve thousand dollars to make the feature. I'm like, okay, um, but yeah, just a, a lot of just weird choices. Uh, a lot of scenes that just drag on. Um, uh, there, there's a scene in the, in, the, in the comic book shop that we were talking about before we recorded that um, took a lot of liberties with the the history of Branch Stoker, and uh, that was uh, weird, but also just it served no purpose. They're just like trying to establish some kind of mythos, and it's like Ugh, this is all of it just ended up becoming lame, and it didn't really have that many things interesting to say. 
with that, let's go into final thoughts because I'm I'm finished with talking about this movie. So Ben, why don't you uh, start us off, please? It is 72 minutes of just feeling the drag. We we are not joking that no one can act. That scene where it's uh, the the talking about Bram Stoker is mm-hmm. literally Stoker is like literally she walks in from like behind like a random aisle and just starts like reading off a cue card clearly these things about Bram Stoker that I feel like the writer of the film heard once talked about in some college lit class and decided <laughs> oh yeah that really connects with me as a LGBT person. I find that very intriguing. I'm going to hold on to that till I can write my own movie. Like that's what this feels like. Like it feels yeah. like a student film that also seems to claim that a lot of Australia is, or at least this whole area of Australia is bigoted because he literally gets the shit beat out of him on a street corner. Like not like almost like gay bashing to near death where he's like in a pool of blood. It looks like on the ground. It's like, yeah, yeah, go home. That's fine. His dad thinks nothing of it. And like, also, I was going to bring it up later in my party, but I have to bring it up. It's like the dad character is useless. He means nothing here. And he supports the bat, the like older brother who just is terrible, like actually a terrible person, even though we never see him. It's like the yeah. third man. But the third man was a Nazi. Like, Jesus. <laughs> 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 that is the best that I can say for anything that entertained me in this movie is like, Wow, like you're laying it on thick that the older brother's a douchebag that we never see him. That's that's hilarious to me, actually. Um, I don't think there's anything to this. I don't think this is positive at all for the LGBT community. It's just because it just again like makes it look bad to say you're going to hire LGBT cast to play LGBT characters. It makes it look bad to say that you know the 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 burlesque and uh, drag community is important when it's just like, they're almost an afterthought still to this movie besides the character's motivation, but you give them all the attention. Right. It's, it's just a bad movie in every way. And I, as much as I wanted to support this movie, I was excited to watch it. There's not anything here. It's a very glitzy trailer. You'll probably have seen for this that actually does better than anything in the movie does to entertain you. Um, I'm going to give it two out of 10 rape defending fathers. Oh, that's too, too many. Um, Luane, what are your final thoughts? <laughs> I have said this countless times doing stuff for the Screener Squad. I don't do this because I want to shit on a movie. I really I you're don't. about to say, it's like, why do I keep on doing this? <laughs> no, no. I do it because I love movies and I want to see them and I get an opportunity to see them. Sometimes that works out. Sometimes it doesn't. I, I get budget limitations. I've worked on some low-budget features if you don't have anything else, you have to have a tight script. And if you don't, it doesn't matter how good or bad your effects are going to be or how good or bad your cast is. And the script itself doesn't work. Now, I don't know if that's because there's a whole lot missing because of budgetary decisions later. But if you know you're going to have no money, you need to write to that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can start with the premise that we're going to have a message. I, I If you start with that, you, you, you risk ruining your story. I commend them for getting a movie made. And I commend them for getting a movie on Shudder. 
I haven't done either. I haven't, I haven't made a feature myself and I sure haven't had any of mine on shutter, but I think Ben's right in some respects. I don't know that this movie helps. And clearly that was the intention was that it was to help the community. I hope their next project is more successful. Um, I, this one just doesn't, it doesn't work in any way that, that I think it needed to. Even if I allow for things like budget or COVID or whatever other things. Right. Your story still has to work and this one just doesn't. Um, so at the end of the day, I'm going to give this one out of five sequin dresses. <laughs> I when, Let me clarify. The reason why I'm glad that it exists because objectively, I like the idea of the movie. Like conceptually, it's just the execution is abysmal. And to your point, Luane, the script, it, God, if it was tight, if they just talked, if they just had a few characters that they only focus on, that's it. What I think that the problem is, is that McKay wanted to make a very large movie, like a huge idea with $12,000. And that's just not going to go a long way because that means you're paying actors much less and you're trying to get a lot of different locations that like you're just kind of scraping by. That, that means the effects are going to suffer and everything just starts to suffer at that point. And, <clears throat> and definitely with the, the acting and because I... There, there, there are, you know, again, the idea, there's definitely elements there. I don't, I have no doubt that McKay is going to be like, you know, hopefully getting better and better, at least at writing stories. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong, but, uh, I, I think that's just, uh, they either need to make more short films or, <laughs> or write more or something like that, or just try to scale it back. And to your point again, to the, both of y'all point, like understand your limitations and work within that rather than trying to make it, you know, the next near dark uh, mixed with, uh, you know, the Queen Priscilla or uh, Queen of the Desert or something like that. And so you're just like, ah, this this doesn't work in the end altogether. So um, I'm going to give it uh, two out of ten uh, as ifs that it needed uh, and not so vams because the Sovam to one of the characters point, please don't ever say the title of the movie in this movie. And I was like, yeah, let's, yeah, don't do that. 